Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 324, recorded live on Saturday, September 7th, 2013. And here are your hosts, the man who didn't say anything last week about our seven-year anniversary, Dave Play. Hello, hello. And the man who is going to say something about it now, Andy Lowe. Hi. I mean, you didn't say anything about it last week either. No, because I completely forgot about it. How do you know you've been doing this for seven years when no one remembers that you've been doing it for seven years? You've just been doing it, it was just for a very long time. Just kept doing it. Just keep going. Just keep going. So I did the math. 366 weeks. On 324 episodes, you said? Yes, this is episode 324, so I did the math. It's like 90%-ish? 88.5. Not bad. How many of that has been in like the last year? All right, hold on. I haven't done that math. So this is episode I'm pretty three- sure we haven't missed an episode in a year. Okay, so supposedly one year ago should be right around episode 272. So let's see what date that episode was done. Okay, we're looking at September 7th, 2012. Episode 272 is the closest one. Sounds good. Side note, that was done on Sunday, September 9th. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. So yeah, 52 episodes ago was basically a year ago. So yeah, we were pretty much uh, bang on. Nice. Good for us. It's funny looking back at some of these old episodes. You're like, oh, look at that. Things about Ubisoft DRM. The online pass? That's EA. Yeah. The fact that G4 was finally disappearing and has officially disappeared. Yep. Yet I still go and watch the uh, American Ninja Warrior. Where? On the GQ TV. It's it's Ninja Warrior, but it's the American-only version where they actually built Mount Midoriyama in Vegas. That's a little lamer. It's probably a whole lot cheaper. Yes. Yes. So, been doing this for seven years. Yes. I'm I'm dumbfounded by that number. You're not dumbfounded by 324 episodes? No, because I promised everyone that I'd stop going like, oh my god, we're past 300, oh my god, we're at 310. So I, I'm not going to say that that's the impressive one. The impressive one is that we've been doing it for seven years. And just so you know, I didn't think of anything cool to do for this anniversary. What did we do for last year's? I'm not sure, but you know, normally when I hit, oh no, wait, that was that's every hundred episodes. Never mind. Okay, so you've got another th- two years ish, year and a half ish to come up with something. Yep. Okay. When we hit episode four, oh my god, Andy, what's our end game? What's our what's our extraction? I don't know. I'm just curious at how large our RSS file is. It's pretty significant. As we have, even just being a text file pointing to the MP3 links, it's probably huge with 324 episodes. It's pretty big. It'd be hilarious if the the RSS file actually started getting bigger than the actual files of audio. That would take a very, 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 very long time. But yeah, I don't know what our endgame is. I think we just keep doing it until the wheels fall off. Sounds good to me. So I'm just curious, are you watching the Michigan-Notre Dame game? Or what time is that at? Um, I don't know if I will be watching it tonight, but I will certainly be keeping track of the score. I am noticing that Eastern is only down by seven points to Penn State. That's, that's, not, that's not right. The podcast file, by the way, is just over a megabyte. Ah, so we need about 20 times our current level. Yep. So after we've been doing this for 140 years? That's uh, a bit much. Yeah, that's not right, though. Eastern's, Eastern's scored against Penn State. And it was more than just like a, a, a field goal. It was an actual touchdown. 
it's interesting. I, I look at these second week, you know, everyone's still fighting like the puff schools. It's the blood money. And then you look at who Michigan's playing this week. You're playing Notre Dame. Yeah, that is not a puff school. No, no, it's not. That is like a significant challenge. But anyway, that's football. People don't come to listen to talk to us to talk about football. No, they come to have us talk about other things. Right. Like Yahoo's redesign. I just have to point this out. I hate the redesign here. You know how long it took me to find the frickin' Eastern Michigan Penn State score on this Yahoo redesign page? Well, so you're talking about Yahoo Sports redesign. Why, did the main site redesign? Go look at the main site, Andy. It's trying to fit in more with the Windows 8 tile style. I hate how square everything is now. Blame Windows. Damn it, Windows. It'll change. Give it a little time. It will change again. But yeah, Yahoo's new logo looks like some kid played with word art from 1997. And they probably got paid a million bucks for it. You mean they probably paid someone a million bucks for it? That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, that the kid was paid. Yeah, somebody got paid a lot of money to design that. Uh, but why? Like, what was wrong with the old logo? It wasn't new and clean and crisp. It was fun and playful. Okay. But the internet is not fun and playful. Yes, it is. I mean, parts of it are dark, terrifying, and scary, but a lot of it's still pretty good. Very true. So, ten more days to Grand Theft Auto Five. You're still not going to buy it? Nope. You're I'm going actually to... doing something else right now, but I actually, no joke, signed an NDA about it. Well, crap. Can you even tell people that you've signed an NDA for something? I don't know. I didn't read the NDA that closely. Way to go. Damn it, now I want to know what you... So Andy's busy with something else, big and exciting. You can't tell us what it is. Hold on, let me see if anybody else has leaked something about it on the internet. Oh, wait, here we go. Someone broke their NDA? Don't break your NDA, Andy. We want to be serious. I'm just posting a news article, that's it. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yes. So Andy's busy doing something and can't tell us what. Yes. Dave is going to be playing Grand Theft Auto 5. I will be I playing Grand Theft Auto 5. Or any number of other games. So many games to play. What the I hell happened? I want to get Splinter Cell at some point. What the hell? I thought that when I was when I when I grew up, I'd be able to play the games I want to play. I have too many games. I don't have the time to play them. It's a classic argument. You either have the time or the money. You don't have both. Oh goddamn! Maybe my sabbatical will be nothing but like camping on my couch and playing games for a month. Wait, isn't your sabbatical the thing where they pay you to go anywhere in the world? Yes. If you spend your sabbatical on your couch, I will frickin' drive to Madison and kick your ass. It would get you to Madison? It would get you in the hospital. <laughs> That's how you spend the rest of your sabbatical. In the hospital? Yes, because you'd need a proctologist to remove the shoe. Ouch. That's a fun mental image. So what should we talk about otherwise? Uh, not your boot up my ass. How about any of this list of wonderful topics? Well, speaking about getting older. Okay, I thought you were going to say, speaking of putting a boot up someone's ass, but go ahead, getting older, yeah? Yeah, I don't know where that first one would have gone with our, uh, or second one would have gone with any of our topics. But the first one, getting older. There is actually a study about video games in Scientific American. And it doesn't have to do with video game violence. Ooh. I know. What does it have to do? I mean, I assume it has to do with getting older, since you said speaking about getting older. Yes. So, um, neuroscientists at the University of California created a game called NeuroRacer, which is basically a three-dimensional racing game 
where people steer a car along a windy road with their left thumb on the left thumbstick. And then while they're driving, uh, certain signs will randomly pop up. And if the sign is a certain shape and color, you press the right trigger to shoot it. Okay. So that's the basis of the game. So it's steering with the left, shooting with the right. Yes. Okay. These people were curious to see how the multitasking aspect of this compared to people and their age. So they recruited people from their their 20s to their 70s, and they basically had them all play the game without just any sort of practice with it. And what a surprise, the younger people did better than the older people. Okay. I mean, their their brains are a little more fit for the most part. Yes. Not to mention, you probably have a bias with the familiarity of the controls. Pretty much as well, yes. Okay, go on. So then the second part of this is they recruited people ages 60 to 85 and put them through a four-week period of playing this game. And this version of the game increased difficulty as the player scored better. So it's the the shit. There's some form of feedback that that's called. I don't remember what it is, but go on. Yeah, I don't know. It's some. It's, it's like adaptive. No, it's adaptive something or other. Almost like a rubber band. Rubber band AI. AI. Well, that depends. Did it get easier when they did less? I don't know. Okay. But it as as they improved, the game got more difficult. So it's we'll just stay it there. And so, what was the result? Um, after this four-week period, the people in the second part of the study had achieved higher scores than the people who were 20-year-olds at the very beginning. Well, duh. Andy, do you know what this has proven? What? Four to six weeks of practice will make you better. Okay, so here's the other part is six months later, without any practice on the game, they still scored higher. Okay. So, muscle memory? Well, they're saying that the multitasking and certain cognitive abilities are improved by playing video games. So, it's a way to stave off old age, supposedly. So is doing the crossword. Oh, the crosswords. I should start doing crosswords again. Well, you can get the LA Times, the USA Today, and the Washington Post daily crossword puzzle for free online, so. Yes, so I should start doing the crosswords again. And if you feel like paying, then you can do the New York Times and do all of the New York Times back to like 1996. Damn, that is a lot of New York Times puzzles. Hold on, let me tell you exactly how big their archive is. Holy shit, you've got some puzzles from 1942 in here. That is a long time ago. Oh, there's one. There's a ni- there's a Sunday 1942 puzzle on February 15th. Seems then like that would be a much harder puzzle because the language was different 65, 70 years ago. Heck, the language was different. Even I started trying out because, the, the, okay, so the archive for the New York Times crossword puzzle starts on October 23rd, 1996. Okay. Even on those puzzles from 1996, it's hard because it's a different language used. Not to mention different names, current events, things going on. Yeah, it's kind of hard when you just get a clue about um, like Russian presidents and stuff or Czechoslovakian leaders. Like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know who is the current president back in 1996 for a far eastern European nation? That doesn't exist anymore. Very true. Oh, hold on. Mo just sent me a message over IRC. Damn it, IRC. I should have quit you when I had the chance. You did quit for a while. I quit so long I had to re-register my name. That shows how long I was gone. So Scientific America has published this. Uh, Has the study been published? I guess it was published in Nature Magazine. Now, when they mean a 3D race car driving video game, they don't mean it's actually like three dimensions. Um, one of the other articles I saw actually had a picture of the game. I'm guessing the video that's attached to this article probably would um, right, show but it it's, as well. it's 3D in the sense that like Gran Turismo is 3D. 
Probably. It's still a flat road. Well, no, they said there were hills. For the purpose of the car being attached to the road. It's a flat road. Probably. Hold on, I'm watching this video to see if they actually show a picture of it. This video is not helping. So yeah, video games. Video games help you as you get older, which I've been saying for years. So do you want to talk about Microsoft when we're talking about video games? Sure. Microsoft has a fair number of things on here. Well, the first off, Xbox One release date. Yeah, November 17th? No, November 22nd. November 22nd. Just a week after the PlayStation 4. Yes, and it was the same day that the Xbox 360 was launched in 2005. So, fallen right in line, Andy owes me dinner. Stupid holiday season! So, surprising bit, though, is the fact that Microsoft is not selling the Xbox One at a loss. Really? Supposedly, they are making a profit, or will break even, is this on the console at a launch. Is this published by Microsoft or by someone else? This was talking, uh, who was this? Yousef Mendy? I don't know who that Mady. is, but he's, he's from Microsoft, so. Okay, so then it is from Microsoft. Yeah, there was two bits of information in this one article. The first one is the Xbox One will be making money at launch. The second bit is the fact that they're going to support the Xbox 360 for at least three more years. Well, that's good. So you have three years to make the switch. Let the countdown begin. Dun, dun, dun. I was thinking you would have gone with the final countdown, but anyway. Meh. Do you even know the final countdown? Yes, I know the final countdown. Okay, just making sure, because sometimes with music, I... Yes, okay. Yeah, I know the final countdown. I don't know the lyrics. It's the final count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have out the non-chorus lyrics. Okay, I don't know that. There we go. Literally, like, I, I hear the song, and then all I hear is just the chorus. I'm like, come on, it's, it's, it's something in there. There's more to it than just the chorus. You're humming along, and then you get to the chorus, and you're like, it's the final countdown. Da, 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 da. If you sing the song and you go da 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 that whole thing, uh, it actually ends up sounding very similar to like an Irish drinking song. Isn't our national anthem originally an Irish drinking song? It might be. Or was it English? I know it was a drinking tune of some kind. Ah. The da 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 That? Yeah, the, the Star Spangled Banner. Well, the words weren't. The tune might have been. The poem was set to the tune of a popular British song written by John Stafford Smith. It was the official song of the Anner... Oh, crap. Stupid words. <laughs> Blast it! Words! Things! It was actually the official song of a popular gentleman's club in London. Wow. Yeah, it was a popular drinking song, so there we go. So Xbox One will be breaking even at launch. You're trying to get away from this, aren't you? Yes. Yes, it will be breaking even or making a profit at launch. They're not sure at the moment. Wait, how are they not sure? The the damn thing has been produced. I've seen the sealed boxes. Okay, so this is the official quote. Is The strategy will continue, which is that we're looking to be breaking even or low margin at worst on the Xbox One. Breaking even or low margin at worst doesn't sound like they're going to be making money off of it. Well, breaking even, he did say at least that. Right. Which is, you know, not taking a loss like everybody else did. Well, not Nintendo. Oh, the, Nintendo. The console doesn't have to be a loss leader. No, but it normally has been in previous iterations. Was the PS3? I do believe so. I don't think it was. The one priced at $600 at launch? All right, here we go. Even one day ago, Sony's chief financial officer has revealed that Sony is still making a loss on every PS3 unit sold. Still. Sure enough. It's losing about $18 per unit sold right now. Wait, it's losing how much per unit sold? $18. Interesting. Which is about 
half of what it was when it was originally launched. I have a report here saying it was six cents per dollar, so a six percent loss at launch. Well, maybe not at launch. No, this isn't at launch. This is back in 2010. Okay, well, you've proven me wrong. PS3 was a loss leader. The 360 was a loss leader. The Wii was not. No, and it seems the Xbox One really is not going to be either. How much is it being sold for? 400 bucks? More than I'm willing to pay. Well, That's all I can, Andy, they could have... What, what was the price that you were willing to pay? I don't know. If Microsoft had come out and said, hey, Xbox One, all this really cool stuff, sports, TV, video games, $100. It's hard to say because I'm sitting here staring at a good two dozen Xbox 360 games, none of which I think I'm actually 100% done with. And I'm just like, do I really want to do anything? Even better, $100 limited time offer. I don't know. There's just so many other games I want to play. I don't even know if I've... It's, oh, jeez, there's the other games over there. I forgot about those. Yep. There are more games. There are so many games. I need to go back and play the Assassin's Creed trilogy. I need to go back and... I guess I don't need to finish GTA 4. No, there's nothing connecting GTA 4 to GTA 5, so you don't really have to beat it. But then there's there's Civ 5. Civ 5, you can't beat. I know, that's the problem. It sucks all my time. And then there's the the possibility of WoW going free to play. Don't do it. Uh, there's no way I'll stop myself, Andy. Have you played any of the Gears of War series? Uh, the first one, which was a good game, but didn't leave me with a drive to play the others. Okay, I also want to finish that series. I want to play Red Dead Redemption at some point, which I know is going to suck a lot of time. Yep, because it's basically Grand Theft Auto. Let's see, I need to finish the Bioshock series. I have to play 2 and Infinite. I need to finish the Mass Effect series. I'm very curious to try out Skyrim at some point. Yep. All of these games are like 60 to 80 hour games. I know. Oh, and I've got DJ Hero and Rock Band and Guitar Hero games. They just sit there and they don't do anything, though. Mm-hmm. So many hegem- games to play. Hegemony or... Hege- hege- Hegemony. <laughs> yes, Philip of Macedon. Yes. And then I've got the entire Fallout trilogy sitting there as well. Ooh. Like the original Fallouts? Yeah, I've got a Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Do you have them DRM three, uh, DRM free? I do believe so. It's a DVD pack I picked up at Target for like ten bucks. Can I borrow Fallout? Now that I've played through New Vegas, I want to see what the the series started as. Yeah, I could hand this to you. I think there's a couple of places online that you could also download patches to actually make it work on you know actual PCs. As opposed to what the system requirements on here list Windows ninety eight. There's compatibility mode. True. Oh, but there's so many other things there that I want to do that aren't video games also. Run. Where is the time? I don't know. Run, work, sleep, eat, see friends. Oh, shoot. It's September. Yes. That means that Thanksgiving is like right around the corner. And by right around the corner, you mean three months away? Two and a half. It'll be here before you know it, which means I need to start working on second Thanksgiving. Wait, Dave, you're planning ahead? Out. Ain't wrong, though. So, Xbox One release date for November 22nd. It's costing way too much money, and Microsoft isn't taking a loss on it. But, you know, good for them if they can sell it. Which they probably are. Let's hop over to the... The, the kind of competitor, as it were, and we'll talk about Apple for a little bit then. Ah. Or wait, no, there's at least one more uh, uh, Microsoft and Xbox One thing, so we'll talk about that instead. Uh, allows, lo- wait, what? Loaning, trading, and downloading games? I thought this was gone. Well, it probably is not. It's It's not going to be 
in the launch mode. But they are trying to implement the ability to trade and load digital games with your friends. So it, in currently in the system, it's not allowed, but they want to include it. I mean, they had wanted to include it to begin with, and people said, fuck you. Yes, and here we go. His, this is his quote saying, I believe in retrospect that people have calmed down and gone back and actually looked at what we said, and people are starting to understand. And so, yeah, I think we need to do that. This has to be part of the experience. Right now we're focused on launch, and we switched the program back to discs because that's what customers wanted. But like he said, they want it to be part of the experience. Interesting. On a side note with the Xbox One, did you actually watch the first TV commercial for it? The NFL commercial? Yeah. Let's be clear. That wasn't a commercial to sell the Xbox One as a games console. And this is this is something that people need to start understanding. This isn't a games console. This isn't It's an, basically an all-in-one PC. It's an entertainment center or an entertainment PC. That would work better. A media PC probably. No, I'd, I'd just call it an entertainment center. So yes, the first commercial, a lot of people on the internet have been really pissed and go like, there were no games for it. Well, yeah, because that wasn't targeted to gamers. Look at where the commercial played. Look where it's going to play. It's probably going to play on every single it'll play, NFL yeah, Sunday. It'll be playing during every football game. It's not going to be playing during Spike TV Awards. It's not going to be playing on the Sci-Fi Channel. I don't know where else would you go to to cater to gamers. I don't know. I think Sci-Fi Channel is a pretty good start. Cartoon Network playing it during Adult Swim. Yep. Episodes of Future. Oh my God, Future is actually done now. Again. Yeah, the last episode I think was last week. Again. Yeah, I know, I'm an entire season and a half behind. No, my, my point is that they've ended the show, like, eight times. No, only three, I think. There was when it went end- from Fox to Cartoon Network. There was when it went or to Comedy Central. No, no, it was on Fox first, then it ended. Then it, ended. And then it restarted on Fox. They didn't restart on Fox. Yeah. Because there was the episode where they talked about, like, well, if all of these other shows were to be unsuccessful, then yeah, we'd come back. Then it was the idea that all of those other shows had been unsuccessful. I do believe it was just the three times. Because it was Fox until 2003. And then there were the four movies. And then they would resurrect the show back in, uh, what, 2008? So there were seven seasons broken up into three groups. All right. I can tell you which of the three, basically, season finale, well, series finale episodes there were. Oh, you know what? I think I'm counting the last movie as an end. It was an end, because they had that scene with all of the extras in it that the uh, animation company charged them like an arm and a leg for, because they had to get so many people into there to draw it. Yep. Because it was devil, it was the devil hands first. Then it was that one scene with everybody, and then it was the final episode that just aired, which I haven't seen yet because I'm a season and a half behind. Well, you should catch up. But there are so many other things to watch. I'm still a season and a half behind on House, and that show ended what a year ago. House, yeah. Side note: Nobody tell me how it ends because I still haven't figured it out, and I'm happy about that. Wah ha ha ha. Uh, so Xbox One will allow this this stuff eventually, possibly? Yes, okay. probably. But not now. Some point in the future. And, yes, the first commercial, before anyone complains, does not involve games, because it's not targeted to gamers. It's targeted to people who watch football. Now, there are gamers who watch football. Hi. Uh, and... This can be, it's basically another reason to buy it. It's targeted to more than just the hardcore gamer. Get used to it. I like how you did a too long didn't read for that section of our episode. You're welcome. So would you want to talk about Apple? I mean, I, I never want to want to talk about Apple, but we can talk about Apple. What do we know about Apple? Well, there's going to be an announcement on September 10th. So you want to talk about the fact that there will be an announcement? 
I'm just putting it out there that things are going to happen. So right now is not the time to buy anything Apple. When is the time to buy anything Apple, Andy? Normally after one of these events. And Usually like for, you know, for like two three years. years after one of these events, it's okay to buy something from Apple. They have these events every five to eight months. So this one is going to happen, though. Okay, but they happen every five to eight months. I know, but this one could be different because they're going to have supposedly three versions of the iPhone 5. Okay. Yeah, you're right. There isn't really much news. Right. Like, why why is this even here? If you had a leak, if you had something, that would be one thing. League of Legends and American Express. Yeah, didn't see this one coming. What? So this is a, a rewards card? Or just there's an Amex card with League of Legends on it? Well, there's an actual Riot Games rewards card brought to you by American Express. And American Express is actually going to sponsor the League of Legends tournaments. The official esports tournaments? Yes, the official League of Legends esports tournaments are actually going to be sponsored by somebody with the clout of American Express. That's pretty impressive. Good to see that one of the larger companies is finally realizing that this is not just kind of a little fad. League of Legends has more players globally than WoW ever did. When they were, uh, the League of Legends guys, well, Riot Games, was going to American Express to, you know, pitch this to them, they told them that, uh, Riot would sell out Staples Center in a day for their championship game. Yeah. They sold it out in an hour. Wow. So I think that's a nice little feather they're sticking their cap. Man, this company is doing so well. It is ridiculous. I'm just curious what the heck the League of Legends rewards card actually does. Well, let's find out. I have a feeling you get Riot points back. Probably. Yep. You get a thousand riot points just for signing up for the account. Oh, it's not a credit card, it's a prepaid debit card. Oh. Well that's actually not terrible then. So yeah, that's surprising, but good for them. Yeah. So prepaid debit card that you get points just for signing up. It's not yes. bad. Uh TI eighty threes and and iPads. I was curious to get your thoughts on this. Somebody had posted an opinion article about the fact that he would rather have schools use TI-83 calculators than give them iPads because having a TI-83 calculator helps him learn how to self-teach. How so? Well, learning how to program the graphing calculator. I mean, I I learned how to program on my TI-83. I did as well. But you could also do that on an iPad. True, but in order to program something on an iPad, you have to own the Apple app developer stuff. Do you? Yeah. So you couldn't, say, download a TI-83 emulator on the iPad and learn to program it? Well, no, you could do that, but then basically you're learning how to program on a TI-83. Yeah, except you also have an iPad with a lot of other stuff that is also potentially educational. Very true, but how many people get an iPad and then want to learn how to do all the stuff with the iPad on their own? How many people want to learn how to do stuff with a TI-83? Very true. This is a very niche argument. Right. Extremely niche. I mean, I'd rather see it be Android devices over the iPad. Very true, since, you know, you can download all the Android stuff for free and don't have to buy it. Yep. No, I I, I think as far as educational possibilities, if you're learning to program, that's one thing, but there are so many other places to do it. But there's so much more information you can get from a tablet than from a TI-83. Also, I have problems with TI as a company. How so? How much does a TI-84 cost? A lot more than it needs to. Right. A whole lot more than it needs to. Costs something like $99. Costs them like 4 bucks to make. Currently, you can buy a TI-83 Plus at Staples for 90 bucks. 
you could get a pretty okay Android tablet for 90 bucks. Yep. PI is making a killing. All right, what's next? Um, it seems that we might be at the start of the end for dial-up. The start of the end? I think the start of the end happened a couple years ago. True, but the largest ISP in um, the UK is completely cutting off all of the dial-up connections. That's it. You're done. No more dial-up. Is well, CompuServe sort of. still around? I have no idea. Why, yes, yes, it is. Is AOL still around? Yes, yes, they are. Then whatever. Does AOL still do dial-up? I expect they do. Yeah, download your free AOL Advantage dial-up internet trial today. The real question is, can I use that with my cell phone? You probably could, but you'd still only get the 56K. Well, yeah, because it's an audio signal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Okay, so a dial-up internet user? Yes. Um, the premium plan is fourteen ninety five a month. Okay. For dial-up internet. I mean, it's that's actually much cheaper than broadband. True, but it still seems a little bit on the expensive side. Yes. We were always lucky, though, because uh, since my dad was a professor at Wayne State, they gave him free dial-up internet access at home. Same with WCC. So we had free internet as well. We even had a second oh, line for up. it. Yeah, we had a second line too. Yeah, that was that was a, a must-have. So Google wanted dotless domains. Yes, Google wanted to have you be able to put in HTTP colon backslash backslash search search search. Sean Connery, what? Sorry, I had just drunk some coffee. Drank? I don't know. I just had some coffee, and so it was kind of... Hot. Yes. So, Google wanted search to basically be Google. The the biggest issue I see with that is things like intranet sites, where it is dotless. Like, at work, I go to http colon slash slash home slash, and that takes me onto the company's intranet. Yeah, it was the same way when I was working at Hydro Aluminum. There was a couple of them there that you were on the private network. Right. So I'm I, I'm not surprised I can shut this down. It would be silly. Yeah, it would. Um, almost as silly as believing that encryption actually works. Well, encryption doesn't work because there has to be some way of decrypting it. Yeah. But you can make it really, really, really hard to decrypt it. Yes, you can make it really hard to decrypt it, but it it has to be decryptable at some point. Okay, but the NSA can decrypt it really, really fast. Like That's because they've got more computer power than to. God. Yeah, holy shit, $250 million. Oh, what was that Dan Brown book? Digital Fortress? Yes, thank the you. The really crap one that I hate. That Dan Brown book? How do you really feel about it? I really feel that certain writers shouldn't be allowed to publish. Are you saying Dan Brown is one of them? Yes. You know, I could refer uh, review Inferno. Say that again? I could review Inferno. You could. I probably should. You, you very well could review it, yes. I could also review Final Fantasy VI. No one's stopping you. Nope. Because, yeah, it turns out I can't even stop you with these random reviews. Since you reviewed frickin' dots. Ah, ha, ha, ah, 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 Thank you for showing me that game. I, I did see Son of a, a friend of mine posted his, his score on Facebook, and he had like 360. And I want to hunt him down and say, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, I don't know either how he would want to do that. Short of using the, the cheater stuff. Yeah, I find it ridiculous that there's so many cheating applications out there now for games. Pay to win. But it's literally like you pay to just have a button that's it's literally like an I win button. It's a literal I win button. Yes, and it's pay to win. You have to give them money to unlock the I win button. Gar. Yep. To put this in classic terms, it would be like having Tetris, where there's a button that says, nope, the next piece is a long piece. Sometimes that would be helpful, sometimes that wouldn't. I mean, 
as long as you use it right, it's always helpful. True. But yeah, NSA can break like every encryption really quickly. And I'm not surprised. Nope. What I am surprised is that Microsoft spent how many billion dollars? A lot. In cash. That's the really fun part. They spent it in cash. Let's see, this is in euros, because it's Nokia's website, but I think it's, what, 3.5 billion U.S. dollars? Um, Andy, according to this, it was 5.4 billion euros. Yeah, and the way the, uh, well, all right, let's see what that actually is. 5.4 euros is 7.1 U.S. Okay, so $7 billion U.S.? Yeah. Seven billion dollars. But Microsoft just bought Nokia. Well, not all of Nokia. Nokia phones, which is the only part of Nokia that matters. Well, it's actually the part of Nokia that's actually losing money. Okay. It's also the only part of Nokia that matters. When you think of Nokia, what do you think of? Phones. Well, yeah, now it's, it's, there, it's Nokia a... Microsoft. Which is kind of funny because the... Uh... Basically, the money that Microsoft is giving to Nokia is using to base uh, part, buy back part of Nokia that uh, I think Siemens had bought. Like, the ink's not even dry, and they took the money and already basically spent yep. it. Yep. Just, holy crap. Do you so think much it's money. a good idea, though? For Microsoft to buy a phone division? Yeah. No. I don't see what it gains them. But Google did it. Google bought Motorola which was the hardware and chip manufacturer. Now, they did just buy Motorola Mobile again, but they bought them for the patents and because Google didn't have any sort of hardware division. True. Microsoft definitely has a hardware division. Microsoft has several hardware divisions. Yeah, I, I honestly... Because the Windows phones are not doing well and are probably not going to do well. Honestly, the cell phone world is a two-horse race. Yep. Now It's either Apple or Android. Android. The interesting thing about that is on the hardware side, that's not the case. No, on the hardware side, it's not the case at all. Because you have Samsung, you have Motorola, you have Apple, you have LG, HTC. HTC. I wonder what would happen to the iPhone if Apple opened it up. What do you mean? Put iOS on multiple devices? Allowed other people to use iOS. Hmm. It'd be very unlike Apple. Oh, it would be entirely anti-Apple. That would be someone's last decision there, because they would be killed. I, it's, it's a lot of... I can't believe, well, first off, they had that much money in cash. But I, I honestly don't think this is a good idea. Nope. Okay, so yes, Microsoft now has a hardware division for phones. But... It's not big enough to su- support just a single hardware manufacturer. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. This. I think this was a bad decision by Microsoft. But then again, you and I don't know all the facts. We could Very be missing true. some stuff. But if I was HTC and I heard this news, I'd be like, "Why am I building a Windows phone again?" Yeah, it's like, uh, what? Or LG? Or Samsung, all these people would be like, nah, no. Then why are, now we're, we're, you're competing. Then again, Samsung and Apple are direct competitors, but also sleeping together. Very true. So, you know, whatever. So what's going on with Verizon and Vodafone? So Vodafone bought some of Verizon Wireless, right? They, they've owned almost half of Verizon Wireless. Verizon has decided that they don't want that. They bought back the stake that Vodafone had in Verizon Wireless for $130 billion. Really makes that Nokia thing look kind of like pittance. Oh my god. What? A hundred and... Oh, oh just the, the sheer amount of money being transferred be- comp- between these two companies? Yeah. Yeah. $130 billion. Oh, my. There's nothing else I have to say on that one. I mean, that's just so much money. Why did they do it, though? Is is being 100% owner of yourself that big of a deal? I guess to Verizon it is. Because this wasn't 
Vodafone only had 45%, so they didn't have any sort of say in the matter. Verizon still was in charge of itself. Maybe Verizon was scared of a takeover? Here we go. As a wholly owned entity, Verizon Wireless will be better equipped to take advantage of the changing competitive dynamics in the market and capitalize on the continuing evolution of consumer demand for wireless, video, and broadband services. Which sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it does. It doesn't... Yeah, Verizon taking advantage of changing competitive dynamics. <laughs> right. Yeah. How's that 4G network going? Well, I guess Verizon's 4G is actually one of the best in the country, but still. Is it dynamically advancing? No. No. God, the amount of second. I am, wait. Speech. I want to. I want to just point out my phone bill is how much money, and they have how much cash. Like something doesn't seem to be adding up. This company should not have $130 billion just sitting there. Well, it wasn't entirely cash. There was also some stock change as well. Okay. But yeah, the the rich just keep on getting richer. Yep. Whatever happened to the the Wall Street sit-in thing? It just kind of quietly disappeared. Occupy Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Because it became a laughing stock. The 1%. Okay. Did you see that article about the fact that most of the uh, Congress that voted for to go to war against Syria got most of their uh, campaign contributions from Defense Department companies? That voted to go to war or not to go to war? That voted to go to war. Oh. Well, of course they did. Of course. That only makes sense. So did the vote pass or fail? I don't know. I've been actually trying to stay away from all the sad news in the world. I mean, that's most of the news. Yeah, pretty much. So, speaking of phones, the Samsung Galaxy Gear. Yes. It's not a phone. The smartwatch. Dick Tracy makes it to reality. And Inspector Gadget. $300 for a watch. Yes. $300 for a watch with a little screen. That will display information. And my apologies for linking to the wrong website that I wanted to. This is the wrong site? The CNET review? Well, I just got just the, the short thing, not the... I just got the specs, not the actual overview. I got the CNET review. Oh. Well, then never mind, then. I don't know what I'm talking about. Neither do I. So, $300 for a wristwatch that pairs with your phone. Laura's pointing out that Compared to, like, a designer watch, $300 actually isn't that bad. No, no, it isn't. But at the same time, like, what? So much. Yeah, looking at a diesel wristwatch, $225. And that's for a cheap diesel wristwatch. Okay. So what does this watch do? Well, it's basically a second screen for your phone. It's also got a built-in camera. It's also got two microphones, so it can do noise canceling and phone calls, I guess. Okay. Does it have a speaker? I'm looking. I'm not sure, actually. I, I, I mean, the watch face is huge. Yes, it has a speaker. Okay. It has no actual cellular connection, though, right? It just connects to your phone on Bluetooth? Yes, that's what it does. 73.8 grams, and it's got a 1.63 inch screen. Inch and a half, huh? More than an inch and a half. Yeah, I. this has been a known product for a while, right? This is There have been rumors, there's been, oh, Samsung's designing a watch, oh, the smartwatch is coming, oh, it's going to change it. No, no, it's not going to change everything. This is... This is ridiculous there are some things that i would love to you know have some sort of secondary interface to my phone but i'm not sure if this is it i don't think so i think this is an interesting experiment i don't think it's going to go any further than that what's next uh remember four years ago how we talked about how gamefly was suing the post office yeah they claimed the post office was giving netflix preferential treatment which, having worked at the post office, I can tell you that, yes, that was the case. Oops. Okay, so well, f- what's Gamefly doing now? 
Well, it's not Gamefly. It's actually the Postal Regulatory Commission. Uh-huh. Has decided that they are going to equalize the rates for letter and flat-shaped DVD mail. So is this going to screw over Netflix or help Gamefly? It's going to help Gamefly because it's going to reduce the cost that Gamefly pays to have their discs handled. Okay. But it won't make any changes to Netflix. No, no, it won't. So this is what Gamefly wanted four years ago. Yes, and four years later, they finally got their wish. Is Gamefly even still in business? I guess so. Interesting. Oh, yeah, they're still in business because I bought uh, Max Payne 3 from them for like nine bucks. Oh, cool. Well, good for them. Um, Interesting that it took four years. And I yeah, that was kind of surprising. I hope that they they are not counting on this, and that they're looking at the the transition back to digital because that transition's coming. Well, they do have the digital.gamefly.com, so they actually have a digital store where people can download PC games. Yep. So I think they've realized that discs through the mail is not the answer, just like Netflix, and they are working on it. Good. I think that's it for topics, Andy. Yes, we should go to a random review. All right, it is your turn. I should do Inferno next time, just to be on that ball. Okay. But this week, I'm going to talk about The Curse. The Curse. The Curse. The Curse. Yes, I'm not talking about the 1987 movie with Will Wheaton. I am talking about the game for Android and iOS. Okay. Do you remember the game I ta- I probably talked to about with... Oh, yeah, we did this during our uh, alphabet list of games, right? What? Wait, what? There was... Sorry. Remember when we did our alphabet list of no. games? Of games we... Yes, you do. No, I really don't. We made an alphabetical list of games? Yes, yes, we did. It was, like, literally a list of games through the alphabet. I swear, you... We, I don't remember when in our past of 300-plus episodes this happened, but this did happen. Kate doesn't remember it either, so I, I, I swear I'm not going crazy. I think you're going crazy, but okay, we have an alphabetical list of games. Where does the curse fall in? Is that a T or a C? Well, no, but there was a game called Safecracker on that list, I swear. Which I think you're making things was up. A, I know the game Safecracker exists. I've played it. I know we had a list of games of things that we wanted to play in our past because I remember we had things like Super Mario on there and Halo and that sort of things. It was an alphabetical list. I swear I'm not crazy. Okay, keep going. I'm not crazy. My mother had me tested. She actually did. The, okay, keep going. But The Curse is a game of a hundred puzzles. It's just a hundred puzzles? Yes, it's a hundred puzzles, ten different types of puzzles. We have things as simple as riddles. Um, basically connect the dots, a lot like Flow Free, which I talked about earlier. There's a version of that in there. There's the classic jugs filled with water and you have to get them evened out at certain points. So it's 100 puzzles, 10 different versions, and there seems to be a story behind it. I'm not sure exactly what it is though. Some loose story to try and tie it all together? Yeah, something about you open this book and release this mannequin who's alive and wearing a mask. Okay. And there's something else going on, too, in the game, but I haven't figured this out yet because I'm only about a quarter of the way through. Okay. How long does 100 puzzles take you? I don't know because I haven't finished it yet, and I've had this game for a while. Some of them are... If you don't know how to do the puzzles, some of them are freaking hard. Like, they have a version of uh, Mastermind where, you know, you have to guess the color combination sort of thing. Yeah. Except it only tells you how many you have right. It doesn't tell you how many are in the wrong order. Okay. I mean, that's just like the Fallout uh, hacking one. Yeah, pretty much. You know, for, I, as a side note, for the Fallout hacking one, my... my Science skill was not very high, so I didn't have a lot of the the secret hack ones. I wrote a spreadsheet that would 
basically solve it for me. Now that's just mean. I could just keep putting in all the stuff uh, that I knew and the results, and I could put in all of the, the words that I saw, and it would compare those, and it would give me like, well, if you're right, if that's your guess, all of these would return this value. Hmm. So it was really cool. Yay, math and computer skills. It's just like when I was playing um, Harvest Moon. I had an Excel spreadsheet to figure out exactly what I should plant and when. Yep. So yeah, 100 puzzles. Different types. How much? Right now, it is a dollar. A dollar for 100 puzzles. I feel like you could go to uh, a bookstore and buy like puzzle book for 300 puzzles for a dollar or something like that. I don't know. I haven't been to a bookstore in a long time. Okay. So a hundred puzzles for a dollar. One cent per puzzle. Yes. Some of them are easy. Some of them are not. Hmm. Okay. Worth it? I think so. Because, you know, I got it for a dollar. Is it three dollars? I don't know. Is that the normal price? The normal price is $3. So it's on sale right now? Yes. For a dollar? Yes. Okay. The curse. Yes. So should we do our random topic? Yes. Okay, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Make a bold prediction about something in the year 2020 that no one else has made a bold prediction about. I predict in 2020, Andy and I will still be recording. That is a very bold prediction. Or not, because we're still doing it now, and I don't know why we're still doing it. You just do it. I mean, we're, we're still going. Seven years down the list. Down the line. Another seven to go. Yep. What's your prediction, Andy? In the year 2020... Men will be living on Mars. I I'd say someone's made that prediction before. Oh, probably. So if I don't think that, that counts. And we wait. Sorry, Kate just sent me a message. In the year 2020, I'm predicting that AM radio will have disappeared off of the radio. Wow, that's that's pretty significant. And the way I see it, it's going to happen in seven now i'm not saying that this is the death of radio in general radio will still be continuing but i'm saying it's going to be the end of the am broadcast okay in 2020 not before it has to happen in 2020 yeah i could see that by that point because we'll have the next spectrum auction next year or the year after and in another five years we'll there's the rate that these things are going now it's probably going to be am broadcasting is going to be dead my guess though is the fact that they're just going to take that spectrum and add fm broadcasting to it i know it's not going to be as good because of the whole yeah but anyway yeah no more am broadcasting so there you All go right. that's pretty bold do we want to put dinner on that one are we going to remember this in seven years no <laughs> then no okay Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Andy and Dave's predictions. If you have anything else that you'd like to predict about year 2020, our mailbox is open. Mail at RAPodcast.net. Or send us a tweet, because, you know, I keep track of that. At RAPodcast. And in case you didn't get those, we're at the end of the podcast. That's a wrap, so you're going to hear me state those again. Woo! Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.